At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. It's the Custard TV podcast. That is the only thing I'll do this week. That is it. I enjoyed that. I don't think I can top it. The Custard TV podcast, the one place on the web where I say hello. It's Luke, editor and runner of the website occasionally. And um, Matt's here as well in the north. Hello. He's chirpy this week, isn't he? he and is. Gary's in <laughs> and Gary's in the London area. Uh, good after evening, good night. You said before I hit the record button, you said it's been an odd week. Could you elaborate? Yeah, well, on Monday, I was working on Monday, and um, odd. I, I, I got off the bus. <laughs> Making love <laughs> on Tuesday, on a Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, and Friday. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's very Craig David week. And just yeah. as I got off the bus, I'd realised I'd left my key at work in my locker. <laughs> so I had to... um Spent, yeah, yeah, spend yeah, right, most of my Monday night at a friend's house until my mum came home late because her and my stepdad yeah. had been doing something. I, I, I just paused it there for a second, Gary. I don't yeah. know, but I've got I've got a smell in this in this room, and I whiff an anecdote. Do you? <laughs> I think. This, I think... <laughs> oh, not an anecdote. No, it's just I didn't get to. This is get... this isn't this isn't Matt's talk show. This is his opening monologue. I do feel like it is. Late on Monday. I, I feel this right. is real. And then she had a couple of drinks I... on Tuesday. <laughs> Will you let me finish? <laughs> Go on. Um, I I went to look at a flat that I might be moving into. So there you go. Um, so Tally has sort of taken a, a back seat. Okay. Um, and so yesterday, Wednesday, we're up to now. Yeah. And Wednesday. So no, Wednesday? I watched a lot of Tally yesterday. Okay. I watched... that's I watched You, Me and the Apocalypse, I watched Dr. Foster, I watched, I've caught up on a few Asian provocateur, I even watched Marley's Ghosts on Gold. Oh, Christ. Grief. <laughs> if you want to All talk right, about that. <laughs> Nobody does. Not even the people who are in it. Luke, Gary, and Matt. Talking telly on the Custard TV podcast. Um, right, uh, this is how the podcast works for those who are new. Uh, TV news, then Gary goes west. That basically means he catches Hi. you up on all the non-UK stuff. Uh, then we review stuff from the week and the occasional joke, maybe plotted. 
densely plotted podcast. This dense, is very densely dense. It's like it's like Nordic and, noir, but and then at the end, and then at the end, the thing. In fact, we have to rush through the podcast to get to the end where yes. it's Matt versus Luke, where I am trailing. And so I, have, I, might, I, might, I think I might throw this one just to... Ooh, no, no, don't, controversial. Don't I'll, I'll have you drug tested. I don't know whether any of you have seen or been a, been uh, privy to the New Look Channel 4. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a bit weird, look, isn't it? I watched, it's I, very weird. I'm getting used to it. Yeah, I know, but there's nothing for about it. That's what no. I don't like. Yeah, but before they did the things that looked before, like 4... is that a new channel? <laughs> yeah, B4. B4, yeah, that's that's the... You know they have that one that's 24 hours uh, behind. B4, more, 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 seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. B4, B4 it was stuff that hasn't even been tonight. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the Channel 4 News is fantastic on that one. Yeah, it really um, keeps you up to date. Yeah, I, I don't I, like I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't like of, it. Yeah, but I did some things like that when they changed them. Yes, everyone gets an up in arms, and then a few weeks from now, I've enough to go about it. Uh, I remember saying I didn't like the ITV branding when that changed, and I still don't. I still think that that is. Yeah. Um, I don't like the colours in it, and I don't like the idea. It's a shame that you didn't go to like a sort of thing where lots of people from ITV were at recently that you could have told them. <laughs> well, I, I noticed that as part of their recent sort of rebranding and everything, Channel Four have agreed that they will start streaming foreign dramas online on a new uh, online streaming service that they're yet to announce the name of. And in, so what's this Deutschland that, 83? Deutschland 83 is, an, um, is another Nordic noir type, which they've mm-hmm. picked up, which is going to headline their new online. It's set in Germany. I would yes. hope so. I mean, and in the year 1983, so, I would guess. So not, yes. not Nordic then? No, but it is a Nordic noir style. Okay. That's why I say it's not... You know, I didn't say it was Norwegian. God, you can tell he's had a difficult week, can't you? I know. really yeah. arsy tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so... So, yes, I, I don't think... Shut yourself in, lads. I don't think this is going to... I don't think this is going to be groundbreaking. I, 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 I've no. read a little bit about the programme. It's not exactly, you yeah. know, uh, The Bridge 3 or anything like that. No. But it's so interesting that Channel the 4 are, are making um, uh, strides into this area. We're really looking forward to the return of The Apprentice. It's been confirmed that it's coming back for a double bill on the 14th of October, that's a Wednesday, and the 15th of October, which is the next day, meaning it's a Thursday. <laughs> and I've written about this on the website. I'm very, you know, my my TV-obsessed brain is annoyed by it. The Returned is coming back for Series 2. I know, I've just on... read your diatribe now. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think... Talk about it, I think it. No, I think it's justified. It's coming back on Friday the 16th of October, but it's coming back on more 4. I just think it's a shame because... Mm. No, I agree. Such, Whilst it's a shame, a... I was surprised the original series was on Channel 4, not on more 4 yeah, in the first place. but don't you think that was such an amazing risk and gamble they took? Mm. The well, off. obviously not, because they've decided not to do it again. Do maybe the, think... well, no, maybe you, the ratings you... weren't can as good. I, can, I, can I offer maybe a reason maybe why they haven't done a... Sunday night, well, certainly Sunday night on Channel Four. Well, is I know, it I know Fargo why. coming yeah. back soon. No, it's Homeland True. next. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, I was going to say they are in Fargo. Homeland. Your argument is yeah. that it was so good on Channel Four on Sunday nights, but obviously because they've got Homeland they've got in that room, slot, yeah. they haven't got yeah. the room, and I can't see it being on a weeknight really. Although that being think, said, you know, they put the thing. What was it? Hot, 
witnesses on Wednesday nights, didn't they? Yeah, and not, and a lot of people said they enjoyed witnesses. It was just too late for them to, mm. to yeah. enjoy a subtitle. And, and, and it was the wrong night of the week for this podcast because it was on ten o'clock Wednesdays, and none of us had seen it come our normal Thursday yeah, slot. That's often what no. the Channel Four schedulers think. I think well, if not, they, they should do. So it's going Fridays on More Four. I didn't watch it when it was originally on Channel 4 because I was back in the UK for the first time and was watching all UK stuff. I have since been very ill and bedbound <laughs> and basically watched it all in, in three days and thought it was a work Who's of Who's breathing genius. really heavily? I hope it's Gary. Well, it's it all of me. us because we all need to breathe. Yeah, but I can no, hear, like, no. re- really okay. heavy breathing. So I've I've subsequently watched it all and thought it was a work of genius and I, I, it's not normally my sort of thing at all. I I have got a preview of the next ep- of episode one series two, and I just hope it's good. I don't. I just hope it's good. As long as that older sister takes her top off again, I think we're in good shape. But apart from that, you know. Two new series have appeared on Netflix this week, both of which struggled Today? to get much traction in America. Uh, first of all, there's a, ser- a show called Rain, and uh, let me just tell you a little bit about that. Bear with Hasn't me. That got loads of, isn't it a royal thing? That one? it is. Yes, uh, it's, it um, it's lots it's of people a... from Neighbours. Quite yeah, right. Yes, we all... it does there are a few people in Neighbours, uh, and the second one is Scream, which is loosely based on the TV show. It's um, a, a ten-part uh, spoiler, but of course, one of the things I'm about confused. Scream is it's based very much on Who Done It. So, um, you know, if I'm you can avoid the spoilers, scre- you might... Uh, I'm, I'm might confused about the screen one, if you don't mind. You can be, um, yes, don't worry. Because there's a thing on in the US that's doing quite well at the moment called Scream Queens. Yeah, that's... Is that's, it that? That's no, that's... That's coming to E4. That's, so that, 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 this that's is like, separate. That, that, yeah, that, right. Scream is like the the movie, as, as Gary said, but Scream Queens is like a sort of schlocky sort of horror film with loads of like, yeah. young actresses. With Emma Roberts and... Emma Ro- yeah. it's, it's the guy who did American Horror Story. And yeah, and Ryan Murphy. Something so he's more American... Ryan Murphy, is That's it? it. Yeah, yeah American, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Um, Ryan Murphy. And he also did other stuff as well. Just Nip to... Tuck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and um, <laughs> if either of you... <laughs> I thought Nip Tuck was a way of telling Gary to shut up then. Yeah. <laughs> Nip Tuck. <laughs> uh, have either of you heard the podcast serially? I yes. know of it. You know of it. You've yeah. listened to it, Luke. I waited for the Weetabix edition and it didn't come, so I got a bit annoyed. Well, I turned up to the cafe, but there was a lot of uh, protests. <laughs> Both yeah. you two. Ha ha. Anyway, Those the three very sugar popular... Puffs podcast went on way too long. The number one... L- Luke, I thought you only liked Fruit Loops. <laughs> oh, this is painful this week. Um, I'm not enjoying it at all. I'm just going to keep talking and hope they shut up. Uh, Serial, the very popular podcast, uh, which was by the Chicago Sun-Times reporter Sarah Koenig, uh, is going to be made into a TV show. Not the case that they discussed on Series 1, but possibly the case that's been announced that they're going to be doing in Series 2 of the podcast. Um, So uh, One of the television networks has decided, actually the two writers and producers of the Lego movie, quite weirdly enough. It was always always going to happen. It was bound to happen. Well, they Uh, did 21 Jump Street as well, didn't they? May have come on to that. Chris Lord, it, but I wasn't thingy gonna... Miller and thingy Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Is that right? I can't remember the names, but I did look up the, no, the Lego movie. Surprisingly, Nip Tuck. 
American Horror Story. Uh, well, this made me Ryan Miller, but anyway. Uh, Man yeah, Murphy. So, moving on, I watched a brand new show, which I've put in Gary Goes West, even though it's a collaboration between Sky One and NBC. Uh, I've put mm-hmm. it in here. It's called You, Me and the Apocalypse. Previously, this was known as Apocalypse Slough. Exert laughter here. Uh, and it will be known in America as You, Me and the End of the World, because Americans are silly and don't know what the apocalypse is. They soon <laughs> will. Um yeah. Oh, Matt has also seen this. Shall I? Shall I, I kind of set this one up? That, that, well, can... this is your. This is your. Forum, this is your Gary. section. We're only here to. Yeah, we're I only here this. for the emails. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder why you why you hung around. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, this stars Matt Bainton, who was obviously the star along with uh, James Corden of The Wrong Mans. And he kind of plays a very kind of similar character. Uh, he plays Almost a bank identical. manager called Jamie Winton. Yeah, I mean, it is very. he's playing the straight man. Did you watch um, it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you watched it as well. And basically, yeah. the 10-episode storyline is that in 34 days, uh, seen as a flashback, a eight-mile-wide comet is going to hit the Earth and cause a an extinction-level event. What? Now, extinction-level event. An extinction. ELE. Extinction. What did you think I said? <laughs> I don't, it wasn't English, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you see that he is, is in the kind of the underground bunker where a lot of people have been chosen to come to, to sort of, you know, I don't know, repopulate the Earth, he has two distinct cellmates, the first of which is a nun... Uh, played by Giala Scoladilero. You looked that up, didn't you? I've got it. You had to. I had to have done. (laughs) And basically her background is that she is a very sort of naive nun who's always lived in the nunnery, always lived in a sheltered life, and she goes to work... (laughs) What? Naive nun. I just love that you use that phrase. Uh, and she goes to work for what's known as the Devil's Advocate uh, in the uh, the Vatican, which is basically a division of the church that uh, debunks people who want to become saints. Basically, finds out all their bad history and before they become sainted. And the uh, the head priest is Rob Lowe, who is excellent in this, and is sort of a chain smoking, swearing priest who's absolutely brilliant and the star of the show. Uh, the third part of it is Megan Mullally. Uh, now, I recognise her, but I don't know where from. Will and Grace. What? Parks Will and Grace. Recreation. Will Who and Grace. Who is she in Parks and Rec? She's Tammy One. Or ta- she's actually married in real life oh, to... Oh, OK. She, was, she was Karen in Will and Grace. Uh-huh. Dark, oh, really? She's dark hair. In, about what you said about Rob Lowe, I think Megan Mullally is the star of the show for me. I think okay. she had the best delivery of the line. Megan plays Rhonda, who is uh, a, a mother protecting her son. Her son has hacked into no, the she doesn't. NSA. No, she doesn't. Jenna Fisher <laughs> plays Rhonda. Megan Mullally was the, the um, white supremacist. Oh, sorry. Subject. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. I've got that wrong then. Sorry about that. I can't right, even okay. edit that to make you sound like you know what you're on about. <laughs> I wouldn't bother. No, one, no one's going to believe you. Everyone's going to go, he's brilliant with that. Uh, basically, their three storylines... You would think, why on earth are they there? Throughout the first episode, you get to see a little bit about how they do. Uh, Rob, Rob's character, it, basically, it turns out, has got a twin who's running a ultra-sophisticated hacking. Rob's. Rob's character. Rob's. <laughs> Matt's. <laughs> What's going on? I'm having a uh... break. I've seen it, and I don't know what this show is. This show's good. Just watch it. <laughs> Oh. Basically, Matt Bainton plays. Uh, just, do you want me to do it again? No. Yeah. <laughs> he basically finds in. out, and the other thing as well is that he basically finds out that he has got a twin that his yeah, mum, yeah. Pauline Quirk, Possibly. found him in it. His mum found him in a shoebox. Is adopted him. 
We think uh, he's a twin. You've got no evidence of that. Well, they basically think that he's this sort of yes. uh, cyber terrorist and they've got someone who looks like him with the same DNA. But he's, all his mother confirms is that he was adopted yeah. and found and, in a shoebox. And this, and this person, this doppelganger then, um, has, is with his wife that went missing seven years ago after their honeymoon. I think for me this suffered from what all Sky programs seem to suffer with. It looked fantastic mm. and it had big names in it, but I didn't connect with it at all. I don't think this was supposed to be laugh out loud funny. I think a lot of people good, I've seen good. online have said, oh, this didn't make me laugh. I don't think it was heading for that. I, I think it was more heading for the dramatic and the unique and, and weird storylines. Well, I found it quite funny. Yeah, no, I'm saying I, I found it funny, but it wasn't laugh out loud funny. Mm. I think uh, I think sense. for the talent they've got in there, it was rather underwhelming. But a lot of it, I, I'd say the, the thing that works against it is the fact that it's ten episodes and it seemed to be holding. I back thought it was eight. about four. No, it's no, ten. It's ten. That's, what what that's in America it, do you think would ever it, show four episodes? It felt Crikey. very very slow. Like we are taking our sweet time getting to the conclusion because we have to. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me, but I did like some aspects. I liked the Rob Lowe scenes. I liked the stuff with Megan Mullally. Jenna Fisher, I obviously really liked from The Office. Yeah, Matt she Bainton was sort of me, playing the same character. Yeah, Matt Bainton to me was the weak link, if anything, even though, yeah. you know, we've liked him. Well, and, and the other guy, the one who's in Plebs, I Joel, thought he's Joel just, Fry. I think he's pretty awful in what Also in Game of Thrones. He is, isn't he? Yeah. 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 And, uh, so, yeah, so I, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs down. up, but. I'm not 100% sure I'm going to watch the whole series. No, I can't think well, I can sit through 10 of these. I might no. watch the next one and just no. see where especially they go. When it goes head to head, especially when The Apprentice comes back on Wednesday. No, I thought no. it was all right. I'm, I'm sort of thumbs in the middle. But again, I'm, I'm, like, I'm with Gary. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, the, the reason is I feel like there's a lot of other good stuff coming up and uh, there's better yeah. stuff on. Mm. Not because I, mean, I think this you know. is bad. I just don't feel... But people but, who are wondering yeah. whether they should watch it, just remember that Gary said exactly the same thing about the Interceptor. So bear that, <laughs> bear that in mind if you're Let it die, mind. Luke. Let it go. I'm, all right, Frozen. I will. <laughs> I will. You don't <laughs> sing at the end anymore, Gary. Right. I can <laughs> still no dream. I can't take it back because it's out there in the podcast ether. Last week on the podcast, I said I'd, I'd enjoyed surprisingly the X Factor on last no, not the Sunday. Just I don't know when I enjoyed it. The first half of boot camp, I suppose camp. I enjoyed. Second half was mind numbing. Yeah, I don't know the why most... they needed two parts to boot camp because they've got the they've still got the six chair challenge and judges houses to come. It looks. I'll tell you what it. it Seems to me, and I, I read the sort of the sort of that, blurb that we lived our the, life like a candle in the wind. <laughs> on the blurb on the press pack for this series yeah. of the X Factor, and it, it's it's looking like it's saying five stages to stardom, something like that is the blurb this year. I'm guessing there's only about sort of eight live shows this year. Yeah. I let it build up on on ITV so I could fast forward. Yeah, and I fast forwarded. Through not through not only through the ads but through the a lot of the acts that I did. There were so many acts this year that I just. But don't it's give the a same ones about. we've seen. It's the same people, so you sort of know who's going to get yeah. through on the six chair challenge, yeah. more or less, by who they've shown. And, and again, the, the aside from Rita Rora and Simon Cowell, Nick Grimshaw wasn't even there. To he wasn't de- even to there debate. to pick the acts. No, he, he was on the laptop. He, uh, 
And and he's completely devoid of any yeah. personality. As I say, all the acts that we thought would get through, Luke's favourite, Mick from Rev, is still in there. Anton. He's terrifying. <laughs> the Anton eyes. Yeah, there, were so... two, there were two things that got me on the on the show. One thing, and I said this on Twitter, was that Simon kept going, in the real world, you have to compete against all... In the real world, yeah. Like, when yeah. do you live in the okay. real world? And also, in his real world, he's just signed Stevie Ritchie to a record deal. So yeah. He doesn't yeah, live in I, the real I world. I don't really think that means that much, don't worry. And um, also, the fact that a lot of people w- were feeling ill after standing around in the cold for three days. It didn't mm. surprise me. Oh, I've got a bit of a throat on me. Yeah, well, you were singing in the... Rain? In the rain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. also, I felt the only bit I liked was... I felt like I was one of the contestants because I was as bored watching them watching other people as I was, you know. <laughs> yeah, you had yeah, some what, idea of what it must be like. It was like, like full-on gogglebox. It, it was reverse gogglebox. Mm. <laughs> watching you, watching me. Watching I'd like them. to watch gogglebox, uh-huh. watch Caroline. them, watch them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, but let's do some reality that we that we all like. Is Bake Off. It was the, uh, as they said on Twitter last night, the one whopping semi. Chocolate week. <laughs> Chocolate week. Guaranteed put me in a... Guaranteed for Gary, Gary, for, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't even say that now. It was really funny before. <laughs> 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 I it in one of your jokes from previous weeks? Yeah. Every week is Chocolate week for Gary, is what I was going to say. I have been known to look for television. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to oh, elicit that response just, from you. Yeah, so. I don't want to know what's on the television when yeah. you look it. <laughs> and Isles. Oh. I really, I, so, I think they really did a good job. I think the only thing was it was fairly, uh, fairly evident early on who was going home. Laura. They're not. Although yeah. no, because she won the technical challenge. Because the person who won the technical challenge went home, and the person who came last on the technical challenge won Star Baker. It all went crazy. I... I think, unlike the X Factor, the reason this works is because I like them all. I hmm. really like them all. Although um, my friend didn't like Flora from the off because she didn't know how to work with them because they've only got an Arga at home. So she's a bit... Well, yeah, that is a little... <laughs> all right, but, and a bit she, she was a little bit too, you know, not she pompous. She kept putting but, extra stuff on things that didn't... Yeah, she was trying well, a that, bit too That's hard. why I say they kind of tipped their hat because they kept sort of going back to this idea that she can't keep time and that she keeps mm. putting things, she keeps yeah. making it yeah. more complex. That's the only reason I but thought the they targeted the people who we targeted to win are in the final, so it's Yeah, so we down. could... Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually really liked them being alone in the tent as well for a brief time. I thought yeah, that, that was, was a inter- nice twist. Yeah. I, I know that they did that because obviously with only four contestants, they have got to sort of spread the time out. And obviously they didn't do the, the usual Mel or Sue bit to camera talking about the origins of chocolate. Um, yeah, I think you, you, you're I the origin of chocolate. I was really looking forward to it, the I'll tell you, I'll be honest. Well, no, but that's what they do, don't they? The origins of the cake uh, that they're cooking. So the they oranges. did this bit. The oranges. Orange. Only yeah, the when oranges. they do Terry's chocolate orange, yeah. yeah. Jaffa cake. And for those that didn't see it, they basically asked them to make a chocolate souffle, but they staggered the start time. Um, yeah, so... I thought it worked quite well. And again, yeah. I, uh, 10, 10 million in the overnights is... Phenomenal ratings. Yeah, does that I include consolidated? I, I would, no, it's I would like to make a prediction that but this is going to be the series where the Bake Off peaks. Not, not stiff yeah. peaks. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, because, because I just feel that they're struggling to find contestants because this yeah. series, uh, all the 
all the contestants have been quite. I, I've liked them as characters, but they've yeah. all been quite inconsistent in there. But then again, we've said that about the Apprentice in the past, and it's dipped, yeah, but and then the it's come back up again. Diff- the Apprentice isn't really based on that much skill. It isn't a yeah. skill based no, thing. Yeah. It's. It, I think the baking generally, you are good. You, you, it is a skill to be able to bake. And I know they think different things each week, but my point is that now, like in the uh, early series, like two, three, four, maybe, when it wasn't getting as many yeah. viewers, the quality yes, of the I, baking was better cool. than it is now, and there was a genuine who's going to get through because they're all so good. Whereas this time, it's sort of, you know, there was two or exactly. everyone who's in the final has been in danger at some point mm. during and I, the And thing. I think. Just like the X Factor, I think, and the and the Apprentice to an extent, I think in the future everyone will know what a Bake Off contestant is, mm. so they'll be playing it yeah. as if they're Bake Off. Well, I don't contestant. know. I I don't know. You have got the odd sort, you know, staring, looking at the oven, and so I. It's not that as as opposed to the fact that they're going to have people who aren't as skilled bakers as the ones they've had on before. Oh my god! What's going on, Gary? <laughs> what the hell is that? Sorry, I was just taking a bit of a drink. How close is your microphone to your Well, mouth? I'm wearing I'm wearing iPhone headphones. So That's okay. what it is. That I'll try and... you, you can hear oh, your breathing extra. Yeah. Okay. Extra, extra breathing in. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hit the microphone. It feels like no, I enjoyed it. 4D. It's like being being Gary Redruth. Yeah. So we're we're one episode behind on chatting about Doctor Foster because I haven't seen episode four yet. No, I, I watched episode so. uh, Fans this, of the podcast show, will know that show, Gary this... said, uh, Matt said rather, watch ep three. It'll change your perceptions. And um, and Gary, you can go first. I think episode episode three was a return to the spirit I saw in episode one. I don't know that it was a complete game changer. But it was a strong episode. It was certainly stronger than episode two. Did you not feel the ending was like, oh, I didn't see that, you know, like, I'm going to give him a second chance, blah, blah, blah. Not that I can say I saw that coming, but I didn't see that as a totally unreasonable thing. I think as soon as she said, I'm going to go ahead with a divorce lawyer, for her, despite everything else she put in place, you could tell that she was... What about you, Luke? Not absolute. I I enjoyed it, but I'm so conflicted because... So much of it just doesn't. I can't. I I'd say the first half, uh, without spoiling it, the first half of four for me, I think, was the weakest bit. But the second half of four, there's a lot of Robert Pugh again, which Gary will be happy about. <laughs> yeah, the Pugh fest continues. Yeah. yeah, I think this at four shows why Robert Pugh is in it. Um, yeah. And at, at the preview for at five, it looks like 
it looks like um, there's a reason for Neil Stoop being in it as well. In oh, good. Gary, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm not drinking anything. It must be something at your end. It's not I've just me, is it, Luke? We I've can hear Gary extra. I've got a bit of a cold. I've got a bit of a cold. I mean, it sounds like you're wearing rosary beads. Are <laughs> <laughs> um, these new headphones like a fully immersive experience for the other people listening? It's as if I'm in the room behind you. There's so much of Ep 3 that I, I thought was just a little bit predictable the opening scene where she's all tarted up for a meeting and surprise surprise somebody's all sick over her and the stuff with um the neighbor who she has a bit of a fling with to sort of bribe there's just so much of it that doesn't ring true for me that i, but I don't I think struggle. it has to it's not i don't think yeah. it's a show that's based in re- in sort of a realistic sense i yeah. feel like i know the characters i don't particularly maybe like I know, any that's of them. not fair i do care about her and i care about her you know triumphing because there's a lot of stuff in four where things happen to her that you think no that's not fair a lot of stuff yeah. that gary predicted from ep one happens in ep four just saying oh, yes i don't even remember what he predicted yeah uh, as matt says maybe i'm looking at this program from the wrong it's not with, trying with to be like um, something like a clocking off or uh, ordinary lies. It's not trying to be that. It's trying to be. Well, know, ordinary it, lies didn't live in the yeah, real okay, world. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But it, 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 ordinary lies tried to more than this, if that makes sense. Ordinary, my, yeah. I know, ordinary my, lies was going for the grit. This is going for the gloss. This is going for the, like yeah, the US. It, sort it's of cable so drama. glossy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going for the like the US cable drama. That's why it feels like to me. This is trying to be like a yeah. UK equivalent. Okay, I'm going to ask you very you would, like a I'm US gra- relationship drama. I'm going to ask two very quick questions, yeah. and I want an answer from each of you. One word. Will there be a series two of Doctor Foster, Matt? No. Oh, You're not Matt. <laughs> Don't play I wonder what I think. Yeah. Are we on the chase? <laughs> what? Um, I, it's, it's not going to be word. yes or no answer. It's not. Yes. Well, it is. Yeah, I, I think yes because it's rated so highly. Okay. It's going to be one of those oh, things. Well, there, there in sh- that case, there shouldn't be. If the question was, should yeah. there be? No. Yeah. Will there be? Okay. Probably. If there's only one series of this, will it feature at the moment in your top ten programmes of the year? I'd say it's one of my favourites of the year. It's one of the standout dramas that I've enjoyed, which isn't I, I don't to say know a lot. Whether it's, yeah, I mean, for me, I don't think this is a standout drama no. uh, of all time, but of this no. year, of this year, where year, drama yeah. hasn't yeah. been yeah. absolutely yeah. amazing. I know no, we've I'd got a lot to that. come. Yeah. This could I be don't know there. top ten. All oh, top ten dramas probably because I can't yeah, think but of not top ten. Yeah, because top yeah. ten programs obviously. Yeah. Uh, a lot the of interceptors will be in that. You know, the interceptor. The interceptor. Yeah, the, in- the yeah. interceptor yeah. is on a list, just not that list. Critical will be on mine. Uh, yeah, Christ. Okay, uh, moving from, from one, one doctor, doctor to, to another. another. Oh, <laughs> jinx, jinx, <laughs> link, jinx. <laughs> So I have to do that. Seeing as you've jinxed each other, I have to explain that this was the second part of the double header uh, of Doctor Who. Very critically and very cleverly, the BBC showed both parts together on Sunday afternoon uh, to increase the ratings because some were affected by the rugby um, this Saturday night. So I know that they picked up a lot of extra viewers on Sunday night. And we immediately saw that neither Clara or Missy were dead in the very opening scene. And, of course, by the end of the episode, although we kind of knew... We were quite happy with the fact that the Doctor managed to turn it around and Davros is once again uh, sent into oblivion. But uh, we don't know what's happened to Missy Stroke the Master. 
and Doctor and Still Clara are off on the yeah we hope so and they're off on their uh, master but of course you have also set up what is likely to be the end of series issue with this thing that the Doctor has I particularly like the wearable technology uh, storyline mm. and you can read my review on the custardtv.com blog 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 um, I have <laughs> yeah, um, but it was quite a deep episode. There wasn't a lot of sort of running around and laughter, was there? There was more sort uh... of deep conversation between Peter Capaldi and Julian Bleacher's Davros. I thought both of them together were really good and it's really strong. And the stuff with the, um, you know, the trying to give the regeneration energy to the Daleks and stuff like that. Yeah. Just a general question. Do you think this is this still works as a kids show? Because I think these are like dolls. Oh, yeah. It's still scary. Of course yeah, but, it works as a kids show. Is, it, is that a kids show if it's scary or... Well, that's what Doctor Who always was as a kids yeah. show. It was the scary one. But I don't, it had I to think, be... You know, okay, I'm not talking more... I'm not talking about the scariness, night. more of the sort of... Five minute um, talky the, the sequ- themes in it. The, the five and the and the five minute sort of talky sequences with not much action. Well, don't forget, we're not talking kids. We're talking uh, young no, adolescents. No, we're not talking and, kids. Well, no, but this isn't this isn't aimed at five. <laughs> okay, can you be more specific at the age range? Well, I thought like, eight and up, maybe. Yeah, then I think they're fine with it. Yeah. You're saying eight year olds can't handle a fifteen minute conversation? No. They can't. I As think someone they who's taught a class of eight-year-olds before. Well, that's of you talking. 50. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they couldn't send them 15 minutes to you. <laughs> I think they'd be fun. Fun. This week's fun fact. Do you want this week's fun fact? <laughs> Children can only concentrate for the amount of minutes of their age plus two extra minutes. Fun fact of the, of the week. That's quite tricky because I can only manage forty-five minutes of a television program. So, <laughs> if that, and not yeah. even that, <laughs> and not even that. Gary, yeah. we've got your your show of the year up next. Yeah. Well, Program yeah. of the year. Program of the year. Asian provocateur. Clever, clever naming. Clever naming. Uh, Title, starring, you mean? Star, starring Ramesh Ranganathan. Are we getting uh, him on to talk about this at some point? We're not. I think he's over. He's overused as it is. <laughs> uh, also starring his mother. Uh, and is that his actual mother? That's his actual mother. Well, she's in the credits, so I assume it's his actual mother. And uh, basically, <laughs> this is a a travel log style program. Definitely with a more comedic edge. It's and an idiot abroad, basically, isn't it? A little bit, oh, yeah, is but slightly less, slightly less critical of the star, more kind of laughing along with him. But basically, yeah. Yeah, you do get moments where he interacts with the camera crew and, and various people on that. And it does look a little bit staged, but it's not It's a bit like the stuff Justin Lee Collins did for Sky before it turned out he was a really weird, horrible man. Is he going to put the A-team back together then? No, that was Channel 4. No, that was Channel 4. Sky 1, he did Sorry. all those things where he went to Mexico and Japan. Oh, I didn't see those. All of the Japan stuff was Channel 5, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. We but really basically, didn't... Ramesh goes to Sri Lanka <laughs> where his family is from but he has never been to. And he, in the first appearance, he experiences Colombo, the, the main city, and he experiences um, a, a, a religious uh, anointing session where he gets hit around the head with a chicken. Uh, I kid you not. He experiences elephants. 
and gets talked into buying shares or running a business with elephant dung. And, it's paper and also, made from elephant dung. Paper dogs. made from elephant dung, that's it. And also fishing, which despite the fact he's a vegan, he agrees to and do. And doesn't he go in a rap battle? And a rap battle, uh, which turns out badly. That's the part that I thought was staged. What, the rap battle? Yeah, that yeah. was the most staged part. But it's actually, all a bit staged. Well, it's, fair, it's all a bit staged, but obviously he went to the elephant thing. He went and did the fishing, whereas the rap the, battle all, felt very much it's, more it's like... It's not like a factual... It's not, say, like a who do you think you are where he's no, going back to this isn't Michael Palin around the world this in is, this is This is... All these things have been... It almost feels very, very scripted. Like the bit, for example, with the elephant dung paper factory thing. Uh, yeah. Never I'd say that sentence. Uh, <laughs> But um, that that bit there all felt scripted. You know, all of his reactions felt like, you know, we thought this through ahead of time, blah, blah, blah. Nothing of it felt like original, like they hadn't pre-planned it. Bits, I think, were the bits with Ramesh and his mum where they were talking about him being a coconut. <laughs> I, I, I liked the whole thing. I, I genuinely did. Well, there's a shot. So, no. Yeah, well, you know, I... I Quickly, I'd just like to mention this is England 90, mainly because it had there was an excellent episode this week and uh, featuring like about a 17-minute sequence, which was all just set around the dinner table. And basically... I almost just want to watch that scene because there's been so much chatter about how I, good it was. It was just so good. And the fact, I mean, all this series has shown is that Shane Meadows really understands his characters and will just let the fans of the show spend time with these characters doing very very little and it's sort of mm. the confidence he has in this a lot of other writers wouldn't have and I think no. as well what this we're building up to the final ever episode of the This Is England franchise in theory they are bringing it a lot back to the original film with Sean having issues with not knowing his dad um, there's a lot of the old racial tension building again between two of the characters one who's just about to come out of prison a lot of the stuff mm. has come out about what happened in the 86 miniseries with the rape and then the subsequent 88 series with the suicide mm. attempts and a lot so of that. tying it all up. It all came together in this like really big sort of, you know, it, it, it's, it's so emotional and just really, really, mm. and I would suggest, I don't know, you might even get something from it. You probably understand it even if you just watch that. But yeah. I just thought <laughs> for me... One of the dramatic moments, one of the TV moments of the year, just sitting there. They just, like, I think a lot of it is improvised. That helps, definitely, in that they've it just given like bare it. bones yeah. and just lets everyone react. And, it, and, and I think there's so much, so many good performances in this. Obviously, we know how good Vicky McClure is. Joe Gilgan, I'm not sure why he hasn't done more stuff because he, to mm. me, is a really strong performer. And- uh, and Chanel Cresswell, whose only sort of other big thing has been trolleyed up to this point. Um, so, um, and she's she, her character of Kelly is the one who sort of got the main sort of she's really struggling at the moment. I do, so. I do think that that I should be watching this, and I I probably will. And of course, you can manage that seventeen minute dialogue scene because yeah. you can actually manage thirty three minutes of unsupervised concentration. Thirty four. Thirty-four, sorry, yes, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay then, so pick of the <laughs> pick of the week time. Can I um, do my not... first? Because mine will be this is England ninety uh, because yeah. it is the last one. It is a feature-length one, and it is all sort of building to this climax. And I think that will be the yeah. best thing on this week. Um, I will just do mine. <laughs> <Ten minutes. laughs> 
I'll just do my own. Gary's <laughs> watching the telly. Oh, no, no, no. It was a Sky. Do you want to know what it was? It was like a Sky News alert on my phone. Let's just see. Okay. What's happened? Um, I don't know. Yeah, what's happened? Uh, oh, uh, you, probably, you don't want to know. It's not it's the apocalypse, it? is it? Mass shooting in college in Oregon. So. All right, well, Look, we'll see you next week. The <laughs> pick of the week. Now, ordinarily, ordinarily, Mr. Predictable here would direct you to uh, From Darkness on Sunday and Unforgotten on Thursday on ITV. However, I uncharacteristically have seen neither of those on previews. I can, I just haven't. Uh, but what I have seen that I think is really in its stride now is the job lot. So I'm going to, and I think mm-hmm. most people won't know this is on because it's on bizarrely late. 10.30 ITV2 on Tuesday. I'm going to go from Darkness, BBC One, Sunday, 9 o'clock. Have you um, seen... Oh, no, you won't see No, I haven't it, no. seen it. I, I just... I, I really like Anne-Marie Duff. I think she's great. You and, don't uh, see enough of her. It no, I don't think you do see enough And I think, as well, we'll all be watching the Bake Off final as well. Well, yeah. yeah absolutely, I think yeah. that definitely goes without saying. So, yeah, for, for Matt, it's the feature length This Is England. Uh, for Gary, From Darkness, for his Anne-Marie Duff love... That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and for myself, uh, Russell lo- Tovey... Would... He, he loves a bit of Duff Love. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> Russell Tovey. I mean, it, it's very interesting. It's interesting to It's interesting to me, and to me alone, probably, that I have got access to watch both Unforgotten and From Darkness. Yeah, I, I, I would... I've yeah. no... I'm looking no forward interest. to watching Unforgotten. That will be one of the next things I watch. I just hope that it is the first ITV drama this year that we can talk about with any degree of... And it should be with Nicola Walker and Shandy Fosco. And, yeah. and five parts. Crikey, Nicola Walker, who's pretty much taking over drama television yeah. this, this, they've this added, autumn, They've she? added one more part, so hopefully that will make all the difference uh, to the normal three or four parts. Let's do the ready quiz. Indeed. Okay, slight change this week. Oh, oh. it's not about telly. It. It's not about telly. Yeah, it's, it's about, about, about railways. About <laughs> oh, okay. All about men behaving badly. Collection. No, <laughs> uh, okay, there's twenty questions to choose from. Oh God! Oh, I thought you were going to ask us twenty questions. They all okay. have a theme. Did they you? all have a theme, right? Very have quickly, got... Matt versus Luke. Matt four, Luke two. Like Jeremy Paxman, I don't really feel we need to go over the rules anymore. <laughs> uh, but uh, here we go. So. I want you to pick a number between 1 and 20. All of these are characters in British sitcoms. Okay. I will give you the full name of the character. Yeah. You need to give me the sitcom that they were in. Oh, I like that. Okay. I like that. Luke, uh, number... you may go first as you are currently number... behind. I think this will go to a deadlock. <laughs> I don't know. Number eight. Number eight. Horrible Ives. Horrible Ives. Um, Pomage. Correct. Well done. I didn't think you were going to get that. 17, yeah. please, Gary. 17, Kane. Ken Dixon. Ooh. Ken is it, is it Dixon. early doors? It is early doors. Oh, my God. Ken is the landlord. That is an incredible lord. shout. 
Okay. okay. One all number 18, all then. If he did number 17, I'll do 18. Tim Canterbury. Oh, come on. The office, the office, the office. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, number between 1 and 20, not 8, 17 or 18. I'll go number 1, please, Gary. Adam Parkinson. Is it... Um, oh, what's that show called? Butterflies. It is Butterflies. Oh, you are Googling. Me. You are Googling. <laughs> wow. Well, she okay. was Rhea Parker. It was one of the sons, wasn't it, was Adam? Because it was Ben and Rhea, and the sons were Adam and Nicholas Hunter. Will you take <laughs> it to the... F- <laughs> okay. Now, there have been... How many Apprentice winners? That's not the question. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was said exactly like a question. That's not the question. But what I would like you to do, one at a time, is name me the apprentice oh. winners. Crikey. And there are okay. there are What in order or No no no. Randomly just okay. name one. What and first names first and person... surnames or just um, first names? No, I, I can only you... do I will allow you just to do first names okay. to start with and then okay. if it gets more technical then we okay. will have to okay. uh, sort that out. But we okay. will go with that. Right. So, anybody can name a winner. There are ten winners. So, if we get to five all, I'll have to come up with another question. <laughs> I'll I think we might guys. get to five all. So, okay. Luke, go first. Luke. Tim. First ever winner, Tim. Tim Campbell, correct. One nil to Luke. <laughs> Matt. Michelle Dubery. Michelle Dubery won Series 2, correct. Uh, um, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin won Series 8, correct. Um, Dr. Leah. Leah Totten won Series 9, correct. Mark Wright. Mark Wright correctly won Series 10 last year. Uh, Stella English. Oh. Stella English, yes, correct. She won series six and then tragically fell out with Lord Sugar, so. Uh, scientist guy Tom. Tom Pellerou, yes, the guy that won the with the nail uh, clippers. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. it's kicking off. Yasmina. Oh. Yasmina Siatadan, yes, won series five, oh. the last series of the Margaret Malford. Um. Okay. I know both the other ones. So, <laughs> so Luke has to get this if Matt is basing it okay. Lee. Lee McQueen, he of the dinosaur noise, won series four, correct. So Not that seen. would have to be Simon. Simon Ambrose won series oh. three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner's going to be late tonight. (laughs) Okay, well, this one will be a little bit more different. Either way. Okay. Okay. The highest rated average viewers for Series 7 was the highest of any series. Of Mm -hmm. what was the average highest viewers? The nearest wins, and if you're both within point two. Of what? So these are the average viewers for the series. For the Apprentice Series 7. Okay. Okay, it was the highest of all. The highest of all. Series 7, 2011, was the highest rated one, the one that Tom won. Okay, it was the highest Uh, average viewers of all of them. And the 
And what was the highest rated episode there? Or just no, the no, this no, is the highest. average. The series I want, average. Uh, the series, series average. average. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Luke, I want you to go first. I want you to give me, give me what you think the average viewers oh. were. Oh, God. 8. Uh, 8.6. 8.6 million. Matt, your answer, please. I'm going to go a bit lower. 7.7. Okay. The actual answer is 8. Point eight. Oh. Luke regains his point. <laughs> that was painful. Oh, I love the Girl, that's my favourite like thing. I feel like Chris Tarrant. Except funny. Oh. Um... Right, so yes, that was, it's now... That was, that was really painful. That was like that the longest... Was... <laughs> that was. I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to cut the most of the podcast out and just go to that. I think. <laughs> Some week, one. The last one really has just got to be the quiz. You know, just the quiz. The yeah. So there you are. We are now Matt four, Luke three. Ooh, don't just throw this it's, one. It's, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you, you if you want to I congratulate. I knew it was eight point eight. If you, you want to, if you want to congratulate uh, myself on Twitter at Luke TV, if you want to commiserate with the Northern one, it's at Matt's TV Bites. And as always, you can follow Gary at the Gary Show. The website we're associated with is thecustardtv.com. We're on iTunes, and we're on Facebook as well. Facebook.com forward slash the Custard TV. I've said so much, I forgot to breathe. Um, that is we're, it. We're also on SoundCloud and, and oh, nice reviews on on iTunes, please. Yeah, and uh, we're also we were on um, Zbox. What was that? Zbox for a time. And when, and when Facebook, what did you yeah. do when Facebook went down earlier this week? I mean, I know you're not. I didn't. On. Know, I didn't notice. No, you're not on notice. it. So. I was watching yeah. uh, Singing in the Rainforest with Charlie Simpson. Oh, okay. I was... Okay, that'll do then for this. <laughs> That, that seems as better place to end as any. Uh, that will be it. We'll be back next week with reviews of Unforgotten, hopefully, and From Darkness and the Bake Off final. And Gary will have seen some American stuff, and Matt will be angry about something, and that will be it. Join us next week. <laughs> it's pretty nice. No and point in quiz. joining. You've just laid and, it all and out. Will, and will Luke even up the score on Matt versus Luke? Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel sick with excitement dum, dum, dum. And, and also just general sickness. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.